You are listening to the Notts County Talk Podcast. Welcome back to the Notts County Talk Podcast, episode two. Uh, we did say this would be a fortnightly thing, um, and it's probably been a month since episode one, and that's basically because there's been absolutely nothing happening with the club, and if we were to record a podcast, it would be pretty terrible. Um, a few things have happened now, so we're recording episode two, and then hopefully after this, it's going to be more of a fortnightly occurrence with the season upcoming. So first thing we want to have a chat about is the fixtures. So George, what do you reckon after seeing the fixtures coming out on Wednesday? What do you think? There's a few things to talk about. I think um, overall, it's, it's a good fixture list. But um, for me, when it comes down to fixtures, I think... Yeah, they can be against you and they can be for you at certain times of the year, but you've sort of got to go into every game with the mentality that we need to win this game, we need to win this game. So I think there's a lot to be said about positive and uh, negative fixtures towards the end of the season or whatever. But, uh, yeah, people say, though, oh, you've got to play everyone, it doesn't matter. But it kind of does, because if you've got a really hard fixture list at the start, um, you can straight be on the back foot, and with knots the way it's going at the minute, we need to be on the front foot, don't we? Yeah, massively. Yeah, I, th- I think that's true. But the way the way it's set up for us, I don't really think we've got. It's it's quite varied throughout the season. Like yeah. it's, it's not like one point in the season it's really tough. I mean, we have got some tough ones to begin with. So if you look, we've got Barnet first off. Well, not first off, but Barnet the third game, and it's at home. Um, and then Wrexham at home. They're pretty difficult teams, but the fact we've got them at home, um, is sort of in our favour I think because you're always going to play one of the so-called big teams in the league like Harrogate I know I've got a lot of money and they've got Stead we've got them away in the opening yeah. part of the season Yeah. Uh, what about the end of the season what do you reckon yeah well like you say we've got Barnet again uh, in the first game of April Wrexham Yeovil that could be a bit of a that could be a good fix that's good that it's at home yeah, it is. I like it when the uh, last game of the season at home. Yeah, as, as optimistic as you want to be, you're hoping that's like going to be a, a great fixture, like potentially yeah. promotion, playoffs. Um, obviously, it does not line at the moment, but that would be fantastic, like end of the season with two home games sandwiching that Wrexham away. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to go to Wrexham away. It's one of the games that I said, well, we both said we'd like to go to yeah, that'd be when we went down. Yeah, there's a few, didn't we? We said we're away games. That's the bootlegger. So, Wrexham away. I'm fancying Stockport. Stockport away will be a good one. Yeah, I'd like to go to that. Um, Bromley. Fancy Bromley away. Chesterfield. Oh, Chesterfield, you got Chesterfield obviously. Yeah, I'm quite surprised though with Chesterfield, you know, because I'd have put money on Chesterfield being Boxing Day and New Year's Day. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? We're Boxing Day and New Year's Day. I'm you, sure you that, play your local rivals. I'm sure in non-league that was supposed to be the case. Yeah, but obviously there's been a change of plan this season. I don't know. I've not really looked at any of the other fixtures, so I don't know if that's true to the other teams. Well, if we have a quick look at Maidenhead on Boxing Day, and then obviously Maidenhead again New Year's on Day. New Year's Day. I mean, it's in our favour that Maidenhead's a home game on Boxing Day. Uh, not as far as travel. I think Boxing Day travel is harder than New Year's travel, but. Like, to me, that just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would we not be playing Chesterfield on those dates? Yeah, well, it's literally so close as well. Like, like from Nottingham to Chesterfield's ground, it's probably like 40-minute drive, obviously depending on where you live. But if you live close to, like, the city centre, it, it, 
it's by a mile the closest. Um, well, Maidenhead's 130 miles on Boxing Day. I know not to take good travelling fans. How long? Oh, that? sorry, on New Year's Day. It's like two and a half hour drive on New Year's Day. We take good following, and there might be some fans living down there, but I said that's stupid. Yeah, that's not a local derby at all, is it? And to say these fixtures aren't drawn out of a hat, these are actually written down. Yeah, yeah. Not really too sure what's going on there, to be honest. Another another topic as well for me is you you look in, you look at the dates of the games and it's like August, so the first month we've got eight games. One's on the third, one's on the sixth, tenth, thirteenth, seventeenth, twenty fourth, twenty sixth, thirty first. Eight games in four weeks. Do not worry. Obviously, we knew it was going to be sort of Saturday, Tuesday, but like players coming down from like the league, which a lot of our, a lot of our team team is league coming players, down. Yeah. From, yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be tough on their fitness levels. It is. I mean, it's sort of like you've got February's, which is like first, um, eighth, fifteenth. They're a week apart. There's you look at January though. Yeah. January there's the fourth to the eighteenth, which is a big yeah, gap. Um, I'm assuming that's something to do with the, the FA Trophy or something. Yeah, like that's the thing. All these dates are are nice and spread out, but if like FA Trophy first round December fourteenth, if we start to get through that, and then I don't know if there's replays in that, but there could be replays yeah, potentially. Being up all over the place. Yeah, it, it's with an already thin squad. Um, that worries me in August, you know, because I feel like we're not prepared at all. And it's not like you're gonna have we're gonna have seven days between games, but obviously we can't be prepared with everything that's gone off. So to have three three games, four games, uh, sorry, three days, four days, three days, four days. Literally, it's it's with training as well. You you sort of think where's time for recovery and regrouping yourself? Yeah, exactly. Another thing as well, they look at the fixtures. This is a new one. October the nineteenth. Emirates FA Cup fourth qualifying round. Yeah, we've got qualifying. Like that's that's something brand new for us, isn't it? Like as a club, we've always been used to getting in the first like first round comfortable later on, but and then getting knocked out by Salford. Yeah, that was a nightmare game, wasn't it? Someone that De Silva got absolutely turned inside out, like, and his career for Notts was like finished after that. Yeah. Completely ruined. Yeah. That was a shocker. I knew going into that game would lose. I had like, well, there's um, just so much surrounding Sal- Salford at that time, wasn't there? There's, there was a documentary on BBC, I believe, that was before that game, and it's like the, like all the ex-man new players like Scolzi and Neville and yeah, all going in, and it, it was massively publicised. So I think, as as uh, a non-biased football fan, in that game. If you if you're watching it on TV, you're kind of rooting for Salford because of who's backing them. Unless you're a Man City fan. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember going into that game against Salford. I had like a literally like a nine fold on, and I had two games left on the same night, and it was Forest Derby oh, and I Salford. Do like, you remember? Yeah. And it was like ridiculous, like two hundred to one, and I put a quid on. Yeah. And I, I had knots to win and Derby. And the first like eight out of my ten fold and one. Yeah. And within minutes, I knew that like, this isn't coming in. Yeah, heartbreaking. Nightmare. Um. So yeah, the fixture list it is what it is, isn't it? So. Yeah, you just take it with a pinch of salt and just see what whatever happens happens. What I'm looking for, there's none of these games I have to look look at genuinely and think, oh, I'm not up for that. Can't bother with that. Like they're all interesting because they're teams we've not really played before. I think it's one of them as well. We've been we've been relegated. Like everything you feel like everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong 
it just gets to a point where you support the club, so you just got to get behind the team now and hope that we bounce back quicker. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, fixture list, aside from the Chesterfield derby that I kind of wanted, New Year and Boxing Day, I'm fairly happy. Yeah, so yeah. am I, yeah. Not too bad. Find us on Twitter, Instagram and YouTube, not County Talk. We're going to go on now to talk about the the players in training. So Yeah, just come back, haven't they, like literally a week ago? Yeah, season. so it got, it got put out on Twitter that we're training now at the... Trent Uni Grounds. Is it the Clifton Campus? I think it might be. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. With the sports. Yeah. Um, so obviously a change from base. We talked about that on the last podcast, didn't we? That basically, well, we'll talk about this later, but Bridges seem to be burnt with Baseford um, and not training there anymore. So at the Trent Uni. Yeah, I, I think um, Trent Uni is a good uni. You look at um, you look at how well they're doing as a university. So you can't really knock, knock them for, for training there. I think it's not a terrible place on the train. No, the facilities are really good. That's what I'm saying. So it it may look bad on paper, but we probably should have our own training ground. But for the position we're in, I think we've done fairly well. To get anywhere. Yeah. For anyone to actually let us go on. Definitely. Because if Hardy's negotiated that training ground, (laughs) who's going to want to do it, like, negotiate with him? So uh, I think the fact that, I know they're contracted to train, but like you were saying when we spoke earlier, that yes, they're contracted to train, but they're also contracted to be paid, so it's well within their rights to to not train. Yeah. Um, and just sort of work on the fitness themselves. Yeah. It's, it's definitely um. I don't know. It must be an underlying factor in training. Like it, you can just you can just sort of imagine the morale. You've got you've got most most of the players probably have families, and it's sort of like well not been paid so. You seen the video that was put up? Um, I know loads of teams have done it. Loads of teams have put like videos up saying start a preseason. Um, like they've put first day back at preseason or first week back at preseason. The players genuinely didn't look asked to be there, and rightly so. Like they oh, looked yeah. completely fed up. Yeah. Like why would they want to be training? But at the same time, I feel like redemption. Yeah, you just got to do it, haven't you? Like no matter what the situation is, surely it's going to get better. I think for some players, they're sort of in a a limbo because they're probably being paid more than they would be elsewhere, but it's at a lower level. So it's sort of taking, taking the loss. At, it maybe looks bad on your CV or whatever, but you're getting paid more. That's that's all I can say Yeah, to well, you know, it could have been terrible. Like, we could have, the players could not have been training. Yeah. And then going um, into the season. Because... Doyle was training as well, wasn't he? I've seen was he? Yeah. Well, on yeah. the video? Yeah. Well, there was... Pictures put out today of players in training. Doyle yeah. was there, and there was potentially a, for fitness. So hopefully, well, this is the thing where you're hearing that he's got a clause. He had a clause in his contract that if we got relegated, he could leave the club, and he's still there. And uh, that bad interview aside that he had, no, near, near the end of the season, I, 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 I wouldn't want him there. Even, know, even if we haven't, got I know players. what you mean, but I, th- I think at that level, he, he could probably do a job. I, I just think. Get all the dead wood it's and just frustration. Vibes out. Yeah, I think it's just frustration. I think you'd be surprised to see if these owners come in and they're what the club needs. They pump money into the right things, and they're not saying things are going to happen that don't happen. Yeah, I think it'd be good for the club, and it'll be real uplifting for the players, knowing that they've sort of got a bit of just solidarity, like mm, knowing they're going to be mean. paid, knowing this is going to happen, that's going to happen because. Even even now, what is it, the fifth of July? 
there's no real certainty. It's well, when's that first fixture? The, the 3rd of August, so we've literally got less than a month till the start of the season. Yeah, Pre-season got, start. What, as what, a, what, we've got like 16 players. I don't even think there's that, because the Tete's gone. Well, yeah, probably going to have to bring through some, some youth players, well, maybe. if. As of recording this, um, on the 5th of July, so this will probably go out tomorrow, so we're currently one day before the first game of the pre-season. How can we name a fullback? I'd be interested to see if there's trialists there. And fans that go to the game, I know at home you can't see who the trialist is, but the word will get quickly. We'll probably spot who the trialists are. Yeah. So that could be some excitement for us in terms of signings, you know, because that would just be nice to see some fresh faces. Yeah, I agree. I think as well, another point in terms of, in regards to signing players, where I know a lot of fans are upset to see Jim O'Brien leave. He's mm-hmm. not yet signed for another club. No, he's not. Whereas you think he'd be snapped up. So it makes you wonder if, oddly, somehow getting him to hold on wait out for the new owners to come through and but yeah, it could, yeah. putting a lot on the line could be I anything suppose. it could just be a club's not come in for him yeah which is surprising and then that's also works in our favour yeah I think a club would have come in for him and I think we would have heard something definitely by now even oh, if it was yeah. a, well, when a, was the retain list put out a few months ago it's a month ago Long definitely more than a month ago yeah because so, we did yeah we did that podcast about it didn't we it was, it was dead it was a while back yeah um Thinking about who the pl- the players that were spotted, I'm glad to see Tootle there. Like, yeah, no, like, he's one of those guys you, you can't really hate. Him, as an no. Did you see? I know what you're gonna say on Twitter. Yeah, Tootle. Yeah, what was it? Where he, a lad messaged him, I believe, on Twitter and asked him to go to the prom. No, he took them to their prom, didn't he? Yeah, he, like, he, he turned up to the house and I th- he, he said he had a few drinks or whatever. The guy, yeah, he said he chatted. Non-alcoholic, before. of course. Like what? What is the? Uh, like there's absolutely no need for him to do that. To do that. But right. it, it's great. Really. It it's inspiring as well because you know because they're, they're obviously young fans. Yeah. That's inspiring because you hear stories like that all the time where celebrities turn up to proms or whatever. I, th- I think that's good publicity to to show where the players are at with knots and they're not all down. And I think it it's a nice it's a nice gesture. It's positive around the club. Yeah, as well, there's not none at the moment. I like just shows like. People say, "Oh, these players should definitely be doing, doing training and things because because of us fans." But actually, you know what I mean? Like they don't have to do it, and it's it's just nice to see because I think most not fans are say we love Tootle. Yeah. So to see him do something like that in this time when he's probably so demoralised for lack of pay. Yeah. And because these aren't massively well-paid footballers, like yeah, they need money too. So. Yeah. Uh, right, so what do you reckon to the players? So that apparently, in a couple of days ago, they said they were going to meet hard. They, they wanted a meeting with Hardy. And yeah, it was it was put on Twitter by uh, the Notts County Live. Yeah, something like that. And they were they were saying that the players have called to to meet with uh, Hardy to see what's what's going on with the wages, and rightly so. I mean, if if I wasn't being paid by my my manager, I'd be there. You wouldn't work, would you? Within the next hour, you wouldn't even go <laughs> next week. Like. I feel like what are you going to achieve with a meeting with Hardy because he seems to just worm his way out of everything. Yeah. Like if you if you look back, is it Gillian Greenwood, the yeah. MP? Yeah. So she, yeah, no, that's the thing. She's come out and she sort of outed him, saying that there's no solid buyer, um, there's no front runner, whatever it was. And then I think he's seen that and he's panicked because he's probably had a bit of hatred thrown his way or whatever. Yeah, rightly so. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and but then yeah, he, he, he's come out with a, a tweet, hasn't he, saying? 
this, that, and the other. This is this is happening. That's happening. But we'll go on to that later. Yeah, but then I'm sure it's either she said it or someone else has said it that I think she wanted a member of like the Notts County Supporters Trust or whatever it was to to be in the meeting with him, and he just flat out refused and said no, it'll be us too. Yeah. And what does that tell you? That tells me that he's trying to worm his way out. Yeah, wriggle his way out of things. Yeah. Whereas if there was an extra person there, whatever he's, it makes me feel like he was always going to say, actually, no, I didn't say that. Because if there was a member of the support trust or something there, then there's no way of him worming his way out of that. There was a word as well of uh, the Notts County Lifeline. You know what that is, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that they, there was word that that was going to, the money that was in that, pay the players. And when you look what what that sort of set up for, I mean, it's just, it's heartbreaking to see that. That, that money should be spent on different things, not not players not being paid on time. 100%. It's so frustrating. But it's the same old thing, isn't it? Like, people have been saying... It's just negative, negative. Yeah. Negative, isn't it? People have been saying, oh, we're sick of the silence. So what happens is a meeting with the owner, and I know it's not... Well, it, you know what? As fans with this mess, it probably is for us to know. All that's been said is, yes, Hardy met with the owner. No. But stuff it. What good does that mean? I, I want someone to come out on Twitter, one of these players, and say, this is what he said to us. Just yeah. out him for it because he'll be gone soon, hopefully. Yeah, just someone tell me what he said in that meeting because I don't want to just know that you've met with the players. You should meet with the players if they want. You pay their wages and you've got to explain why you don't pay the wages. Yeah. Like, it's just another sad footballing story and it's just. It's you, happening you, too you, often. you see it a lot and it just you just never sort of think it's going to happen to your club. But I suppose it just had a spite, really, of for a long time of just owners that. People Maybe saying have the cl- club's best interest. It goes all. right back to Munto. Like nothing's actually been secure since no, since the Munto thing. No, and it's been just been well, poor owner after poor owner. It goes back further than that, really. Yeah, when we went into nearly went into administration in was it two thousand two something like that. Yeah, we've been pretty rocky since then because as long as I can remember, from then we were just battling to stay in the league. But then it's like um, there's like. You've got all these bad news things, so players aren't paid, big news story. Um, problems with this, like, takeover, bad news story. But then there's subplots to everything. Like, you see the players coming back to training, which is brilliant. Yeah, you're happy about it. Next yeah. thing you see, uh, not so three-figure sum to Puma over the kit. <laughs> like, they're literally wearing last season's training kit. No problem with that, but other teams are sorted. Like, it's just no end of problems to it. So that's, Hardy came out and said it's not true, though, didn't he? <laughs> well, I say he came out and said it. I don't know how... He's not got a platform to say it on anymore, has he? Like, I can't believe anything. Yeah, you really can't believe anything you say. You, you, you can't. Like, I remember we were tweeting, weren't we, the other week? And um, I tweeted some... Like, we tweeted a, a funny poll or something about the South African Consortium and said, like, oh... Are, are they real? Like, we have four options and all of them said no. And some replied saying, actually, yeah, they are real because we've heard from them. Yeah, but where are they now? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They, like, it was Lee, a, Lee Curtis even said it's gone quiet from Like, them. we meant it as a joke. Like, yeah. a little, like a joke. And it's, yeah, it's, you where can, are you, they? Yeah. You can see, I think everyone's just frustrated and I think it's just, it's getting to the point now where, Something's got to give. Something's got to happen because it's just... It, well, yeah, like we say, positive. it's not even a month, is it? Like, not even a month to the start of the season. Um, and just, it's a mess. Yeah, so, 
Just go talk. Let's let's talk about takeover a little bit more, like in a bit more depth, because we've sort of taken the over yeah, it, yeah, and we've sort of gone at it at the angle of the training. But first of all, anything you want to say about this takeover, like it's, it's comes been, to mind? It's just been shambles. Start from when did it? It went up in January, there. It might, it might well have done, yeah. Seven. I don't know the exact date because there's been so many new it's dates. Definitely January. There's so many stupid dates of like, yeah, just seven to ten, happening. seven to ten days, yeah, I'm sure, seven to ten days. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, it's like as we as we keep saying, recording this on the fifth. Tomorrow is the there's supposedly a protest going on at the ground. Yeah, I mean the fans want answers, and you, we're, we're going to be there. Yeah, can't blame them. Yeah, you want to see... For me, I just want to know individually, obviously we're all there for the sort of same reason, but what what is it that's like really pushed you to go to, to protest? Yeah, why, we want to know why that. Why are you we? specifically there? Like, Because like someone said, for me, it's, it's just it's just everything. You, you, our first, it's our first game, uh, pre-season game tomorrow against um, Non-Eaton, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So... You start that game winning. It's got a bit of positivity. You, we didn't see Knox win much last season. And you're thinking, yeah, we could maybe, maybe we might have a good season this season if we have a good game or whatever. The players haven't been paid and they're playing tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Did you see Tootle's tweet? Well, yeah, he, he, he quote tweeted, didn't he? Because um, Stead did an interview, I think, with... Um, I can't remember who. Was that non-league paper or something? Yeah. And he was saying... Something along the lines of when people depend on you, such as your kids or whatever, the, the tight the tight Yorkshireman in me comes out. Yeah. And Tootle quote tweeted it saying something like, I know the feeling. Or, or he had like the emojis of like rolling, rolling eyes, eyes or something like so that. So it's obviously, I mean, it's obvious that it's frustrating, but it's public, he's, public, he's publicly showing that it's frustrating. Yeah. And I think that says a lot because no one's publicly said anything. No. In fact, the, the players have been very... Yeah, the only person that actually came out and said that he was going to be a player next season at Notts was Tootle. When yeah. The, like, before was, the retainers came. Yeah. But going back to like the protesting tomorrow, I don't know what it's going to achieve, and that's why we're going to go down and uh, sort of find out. That's going to be a video. Subscribe. Uh, yeah. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Quick plug. But yeah, that's going to be a video to find out what the protest is really about and find out from fans because it's just interesting to know different points of view. Like I'm sure there's nobody on the side of... Like Hardy or, you know, there's no one feeling positive at, at all. There's no need to. But like like someone said, when there's this protest going on, but the gates are going to be locked up. No one's going to be there. Like everyone's going to be at Nuneaton. So, no, I think uh, it starts at 11. Yeah, I know. The, the protest starts at 11 and the coaches to take fans come at quarter past 12. Does coaches take fans to friendly? Yeah. All right, so there you go then. But I mean in terms of like playing stuff and stuff. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like... If you're doing it on a match day, fair enough, because you're in the stadium, you can you can do whatever. Like there was talks that was going on the pitch at Nunny, and I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, you, you, I think it was a it was a Darlington when they went down. There was a, a documentary about them, and they went on the pitch or whatever, and it was it was all all yeah. that made a really big impact and all this, but it's not going to help anything because you the police have come out and said. There's going to be bans. Yeah, they know it's going to go on. Yeah, they know it's happening. It's, it's, it's like a group on Facebook or whatever. But... And at the same time, like, Nuneaton have been good enough to play a friendly with us. Like, 
don't ruin it and don't spoil their preseason. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, I think at Charlton, did you see on, on Twitter today, Charlton played a friendly, I think it was yesterday, against some, against some team, a Turkish team or something. And the Turkish team had two men sent off in the friendly and walked off in the 49th minute. And like Charlton, Charlton tweeted, the official account tweeted something like, that's that then. Like, they've missed a whole half of football that could be preparing using their tactics. Like, don't let that happen to Nuneaton. No, I don't think that'll happen. No, I, 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 think, I, I think I don't think the fans will go on the pitch. Personally, I, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Um. Tenth of July, then. That's another promise. It'll be sorted before the next court date. Uh, what do you make of that? Another lie in it. I, I, I think, think this goes back to the the MP releasing. Um, Lillian Green. Some other oh, name wrong. Sorry yeah. if I do. I think that's right. Yeah. But she's released it. She met with Hardy and she she released information that he probably did say to her. And one of the, we just said one of the things was um, there's no front runner or. And then what? A day or two later, he's come out and said, "Oh yeah, the, the, we've had great talk this weekend. It's going to be pushed through before the court date." And that was on the uh, what was that? The, I feel like it was the first of July. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was something like that. So you're telling me something that's taken this long? You've had talks at the weekend, and it's going to be done in nine days before the court hearing. Yeah, but did you see something I like? Believe it. I think it was on what? Absolutely. On Wednesday, that, that actually there's no active negotiations going on. Like he's given a promise, but there's no active negotiations going on. And when this video comes out, I'd love it if in ten minutes this video was out. That so this podcast was out of date. And we'd been sold. Yeah. I'd love it for this bit to be out of date by the time it goes out, but this is not gonna happen. I can't see it at all. Like, I just can't see it. And administration, what does that mean for us then? Minus ten points. So you're on the, you're, you're on you're on the back foot instantly. Well, you're on your ass. And eight games. Imagine if we pick up a couple of wins in those eight games at maximum, and the other teams around us pick up a couple of wins. That ten points then stays at ten points. Yeah. Like it's not as if it. Just because we win, the gap closes. Like I feel like that would be a disaster. Like it has to be sorted. And I don't think there's any extension dates in that either. But the, going back to the players actually being in training, and I'm, I know what you're saying, but going back to the players being in training, surely that's a good sign. What is it? If, if, if they've, they've had the meeting with Hardy today, yeah, and they're still in training, and there's no news of the friendly or whatever, so mm. it's obviously it must be going ahead, and the players are going so. Yeah, you've just got to sort of hope Hardy's not sold a, a load of dreams again like he always does. And I think the best the best case scenario for tomorrow is if this protest goes ahead, to have quite a lot of publicity about it because that's what it's about really, the, just to make some noise. Because as Notts fans, we've just sort of kind of moaned on Twitter and there's no, I mean, what can you do? But this protest could make some noise. See a couple of decent trialists play tomorrow. Maybe some names from League Two that have been released or something along those lines. Um, and just have a decent performance look like there's some kind of shape or tactics going on because if we go out there and there's absolutely no tactics or shape and you can see Ardley's not bothered then I'll be worried I think he is bothered though no yeah no. I, I think he's got a contract or whatever but if he didn't want to do what he was doing I think he'd have gone you think yeah um, have you seen as well about the Chris Munro the base for chairmans oh yeah he, he's, he's come in and paid for the non-playing staff hasn't he yeah Fair play. Well, on, our, on our last uh, podcast we did, we were talking about how they were having digs at us about the training ground. Yeah. And now it's come out that 
he's put, he's put paying some of the non-playing staff. So you sort of look at that and think, oh, that's great. But in in in, in a roundabout kind of way, is that a sly little dig at, at Hardy maybe? Yeah, showing actually I can afford this. Yeah, I'll pay your players then sort of thing. But look at this. Not your players, this your is staff. A, so think about the league difference. This is equivalent to a Premier League club not being able to pay their staff. And a conference side paying the wages, I think. I think that's the gap. Is it? I think that's the gap. Yeah, because basically didn't go up. It's either that or a League Two side. Can you imagine a Premier League side staff being paid by a conference side? Embarrassing. That is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. It's an amazing gesture from Chris Monroe. Maybe it is like a backhand thing at Hardy, but y- you've got a team that's not professional paying your staff's wages. Like, that's got to hurt. I'm fair play to him for doing it because. Oh yeah, he it's, doesn't have to do it. It's not the staff's fault, is it? Like, oh, obviously you, not. You feel for the staff. You really do. Like, the players is one thing, but the staff, like, people live. Like most people live paycheck to paycheck. Like, if you're lucky enough to be a footballer, I know this. The players are going to struggle, but they can probably manage for a month or two, and they'll have the PFA. The PFA sort them out, or they try to sort them out. Yeah, and I know the the youth players have been paid by the the FA. Have they? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, I'd assume they're the first ones to have been because they're obviously they're young and also um, they're probably on a lot less than they are. Yeah, oh yeah, they need there. support. Yeah. What do you reckon, quickly, it's just popped into my mind about Atete going to Tottenham now. It's like their first signing in like 557 days or something. Ridiculous like that. Like, uh, it, dep- it depends what way you look at it, doesn't it? I think... How much did we get? That's what I want to know. Well, there was a, there was a figure there was a figure being thrown around that it was two hundred grand on it. So dropping the ocean to the depths. Oh yeah, massively. But you look at the the tax there. Originally it was two hundred and some grand. Surely you could have just. Oh, I, I don't know how it works. I, I just I don't know. But him going there, I think it's it's a bit of a loss for Knox. Yeah. But yeah. also it could just be a, a a bit of a jab for them because maybe their fans want a signing. And they thought, oh, we've signed a young player. He's got a lot of talent. Yeah. It might be a bit optimistic for them, but... Uh, they just got about 58 million players. That shows the gap, doesn't it? Yeah. From Leon or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. That, that's uh, that's it for today, then. That's our, our podcast being wrapped up. Um, let us know what you think. And uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, check us out on YouTube also, Notts County Talk. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers.